Good morning. My name is Sue Olson. I'm married to my husband, Larry. We've been married for 42 years. I am a retired nurse. We have four children, 12 grandchildren. We farm about 10 miles from here. We've been attending Richland for 20 years. Let us give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind, Psalm 1078. The first thing I'm thankful for this morning is that I get to go first. <laughs> I will share a few of the things that I am thankful for. All that I have and all that I am are gifts from God. He opened my eyes and heart to my sinfulness and need for a Savior. Without the saving grace and love and the blood of Jesus and my repentance, I cannot spend eternity with him. Romans 5.8 says, God shows his love for us while I was still a sinner. Christ died for me. I can do nothing to earn it. I was raised going to church, believed in God, and believed Jesus died for my sins. I did not understand the depth of my sin or that I needed a relationship with Jesus. God worked on my heart for many years. He began drawing my heart to him as a small child. I began to question why I had to confess my sins to a person. Why couldn't I confess them to Jesus? I heard the gospel in high school, but my heart was stubborn. Years later, at this church, God opened my eyes to his love and mercy, and I accepted Jesus. 2 Peter 3.9 says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises as we understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Thank you, God, for your patience and love not to leave me in my sin. He led us to this church where the gospel is preached, gave me a church family that showed me the love of Jesus in their everyday lives. People do watch. He gave me a group of faithful friends who bear one another's burdens. All I have to do is send a text, and I know that my requests are being prayed for. We laughed together and cried together. He gave me a husband who loves Jesus and chooses to love me, and children that claim Jesus as their Savior. He has walked with me through trials, sickness, death, and family struggles. He would give me encouragement and strength through a friend, a devotion, a scripture, or a song. He is still teaching and refining me now. He's teaching me not to depend on the things of this world, but that my true worth and value is in him. Sometimes it's easy to look at other things. There's times when music speaks to my heart. This song from Casting Crowns is my prayer for my life. I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me, only Jesus. I've only got one life to live. I'll let every second point to him, only Jesus. Hello, my name is Josh Carlson, and I'm a teacher at Simmons Middle School. I teach sixth grade ancient history. Um, I have a lot to be thankful for. Um, probably my wife would be number one. Um, when I was too bashful to ever talk to a girl, God provided Hannah. He gave me a loving wife who didn't care how extremely nervous to talk around beautiful women I was. He even gave me a girl who filled in all the blanks and talked for me. <laughs> when when we tried for our children for over two years, he provided us with a talkative little boy named Oscar. In two more years, he created my mini-me and Henrik. We are so blessed to have both kids. 
Having family so far away has been really challenging for me because I'm close to my family, but God has provided me with the greatest in-laws ever. I know, I know that because they've helped us move twice, and they've allowed us to wa- they allow me to watch the Vikings game win, lose, or mostly lose. <laughs> and they also take care of our boys when they are sick. Thanks, Ron, for that. <laughs> Additionally, I am so blessed to have a church that has taught my family and I that the giver gets the glory. Romans 3.27 says, The only boast I have is not in my works, but in the works of Christ. My sons will grow up in a church where they know Christ alone is their righteousness and their salvation. Lastly, I believe and claim the promises of God that one day I will be sanctified with him and one day with him in heaven, even though I deserve none of these things. Luther said best what I feel best about what God's promises and what I'm most thankful for. So when the devil throws your sins in your face and declares that you deserve death and hell, tell him this, I admit I deserve death and hell. What of it? For I know one who suffered and made satisfaction on my behalf. His name is Jesus Christ, Son of God. Where he is, there I shall be also. Well, good morning. I'm Alan Stewart. I uh, farm and ranch down in the Chelsea area with my wife, Laura. Um, If you're newer here, you might not ever see us together because we're not here a lot together on Sunday. But if you have young children, you've met her. She's off in the other end of the building, usually. uh. So that's my wife. Uh, We're kind of an item. We've been an item for uh, 34 years now. We just uh, celebrated our 34th wedding anniversary here a couple weeks ago. So I'm thankful first for her. I'm thankful for God giving me such a wonderful wife. Um, Life has been great together with her. Um, On the farm, of course, play a lot of different roles, wear a lot of different hats, kind of a jack of all trades, but definitely a master of none. But uh, I've taken on a new role lately, and uh, this is hard for me to pronounce, but uh, if you haven't heard yet, I've recently become... I'll try again. I've recently become a grandpa. It's like, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. This role is awesome. I I love it. But the word grandpa, I mean, me? Really? It's like, you know, grandpa and fossil. It's the same. It's like, I went to Lewis Drug the other day, you know, apparently us old people need prescriptions. And uh, I uh, went through there, and I I had to get an over-the-counter item. They gave it to me for 10% off. (laughs) Senior discount. When did this happen? I don't know. But, uh, no, I love uh, being a new grandpa. Um, uh, We went through the, uh, the sad... Uh, disappointing part when Alyssa and Levi's first uh, pregnancy ended in a miscarriage and I thought at that time you know if if we arrive where we're at here today that it, it might not be right to say they would be doubly thankful but maybe doubly aware that what God says is true it's always true that we are fearfully and wonderfully made anything at all goes wrong and you need prescriptions but uh, it might end up that the life ends early 
or, or in life later. One little thing goes wrong with this fearfully and wonderfully made body that God gives us. It, it can end your life as well. So I, uh, I, uh, we went, to, uh, another thing I'm thankful for is that uh, the hospitals have lifted their restrictions uh, for going there and seeing your new grandchild. So uh, we went there and, you know, I was unprepared. Um, I've, I've enjoyed so much over the years. Uh, so many of you have brought your new little newborns to church, and I love to look at them. Um, they're, they're just so little and small and cute, you know, but, and they're just so wonderful. But uh, I'm not a baby holder. Um, I'm good at a distance. I just want to look. But uh, we went to the hospital, and we're sitting there talking to them, and, and then Levi wants to uh, hand me Althea, and it's like, you know, I haven't done this in a long time. But, uh, okay, here we go. I'm sitting there in this little couchy chair thing. And, uh, okay, I got her head. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. And then, and then it's like, oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, I'm in love. Uh, this, this is great. I, and I, I wasn't expecting that. The, I mean, I was prepared to be happy and thrilled for them and cute baby. But that it's kind of like the attachment you have when when you hold your own firstborn. And I've held her a lot lately. It's been a joy to do that. And uh, I look at her and I just marvel, you know, she was literally in the dark for nine months and now she's out and, and uh, her physical eyes are open. And I wonder, what do babies know? What, what do they see? How, do they, uh, how much they focus on? They've never seen anything before. But how do they even comprehend what they're seeing? And I got stories, but I got a time limit too. But, uh, and then, you know, so I look at her and think how fearfully and wonderfully made she is. But God says something else too, that we're not just a physical being, that we have a soul, a spirit that moves on after this is gone. And he says, just like he gives us physical sight, our spiritual eyes have to be open too. So... Um, Dave and I have uh, grown up together here at this church, so we know each other very, very well, and he know, we know how to push each other's buttons a little bit, but uh, we were, I had a chance to talk to him one morning before Sunday school, and he said, well, how is, it, how is it being grandpa? I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I'm old. But he says, you know, it's not just that you're grandpa. You're now grandpa steward. And it's like, oh, well, that's just harsh. But, uh, you know, because him and I remember my grandpa Stewart, you know, that really, when you're a little kid, he's that really old guy, and, and now it's me. But, uh, no, I do think back, you know, to Grandpa Stewart and Grandma Althea. And uh, I, obviously I wasn't there, but uh, I wonder if when they held baby Ellen, and baby Paul, who both passed away here recently. And they held my dad, Don, and Lauren, and Orville. If they, you know, did, did that Grandpa Stewart wonder about what, what's a little baby know, and what do they see, and what do they comprehend? But I, I'm pretty sure they also prayed that they were thankful for these little kids, but they were also praying that their spiritual eyes would be opened one day. And God answered those prayers. And Don and Mildred prayed for Daryl and Verlin and Alan that our spiritual eyes would be open one day. And God answered those prayers too. 
And Laura and I prayed for Ethan and Alyssa that their spiritual eyes would be open one day. And God answered that too. And now we have the privilege of praying for our little Althea. And it's just, I just have nothing but praise on my lips for God today. Um, I, uh, you know, in, in a certain way of saying things, Um, I could say there's generations of reasons. I I give all the credit to God, but he's been so faithful through the generations to our family. And I'm I'm here standing here today because of God, and I have generations of reasons and examples of him working. Why are you here today? Why are you seated where you're at right now? I, I assume it's because God has opened your spiritual eyes, and maybe, maybe you, uh, I have uh, generations of examples, or maybe you're the first example in generations. But whichever way that is for you, we have nothing but praise and thanks to God for all of it. I probably went over time here a little, Jason. I apologize. Uh, I'm going to leave you with a verse. Jason's been, uh, or a couple verses. Jason's been uh, teaching us well about Paul. And this is Paul writing to Timothy. And, uh, of course, this is about Paul himself, and you know all his history and all about him, but I think we can all kind of almost interject ourselves into this. It says, This saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. But I receive mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience, as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. To the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen? Amen. Good morning. My name is Julia Stewart, and I'm the oldest daughter of Joel and Jackie Stewart. I have one younger sister named Jessie. We live south of the church near Chelsea, where my family farms and raises cattle. I've been coming to this church my whole life, and this year I'm a senior in high school. Preparing to speak this morning has been good to me, been good for me, because it has helped me to remember all the things I have to be thankful for. It can be so easy to forget God's blessings. This week, I've been reminded I have many, many things to be thankful for. I am so thankful for my family, for my mom and dad, who have taught me about Christ from a young age and encouraged me in my faith, for my sister Jessie, for my friends, and for my church family. I'm thankful for this church, for the pastors and teachers who consistently remind me of the truth. I'm grateful that I live here in South Dakota, even though the winters are long and the summers are hot. I love the night sky and the colorful sunsets that we have here. I'm thankful for the amazing beauty of God's creation. I'm also grateful for the opportunity that farming and raising cattle provides to experience that creation up close and how we are able to see God's provision through the seasons. I'm also thankful for our Border Collie dog, Jeb, and for our horses. I'm thankful that I can trust God with my future. Since I am a senior this year, I know that there is a new season of life just ahead, 
It can be really easy to get anxious about the future and all the unanswered questions that it holds. This past summer, my sister and I were able to spend a few weeks out at Rainbow Bible Ranch near Sturgis, which was a time I was really able to focus on my relationship with God and grow closer to him. On the last night there, the man who owns and runs the camp gave his testimony and challenged us to let God be the author of our stories. I'm so glad that God knows the plans that he has for each one of us and that they are for our good and for his glory, even if we don't see it in the moment. Because of this, I can rest and trust in God day by day. Most of all, I'm so very thankful for God's grace and forgiveness in Christ. What a wonderful gift he has given us, one that we could never earn. As it says in 2 Corinthians 8, 9, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. For this I am forever grateful. Hi, <laughs> my name is Bailey Bade. Um, I had to look at my note right away because I already forgot what I was going to say, so bear with me here a little bit. <laughs> I appreciate Alan going over some because I'll probably be under, so. Um, I live in Northville, close to Northville, with my husband Casey and my three kids, um, Reagan, Aaron, and my littlest Quinn. Um, the first time I came to Richland, I was in high school, um, and I came with some friends to youth group, and that is where I met my husband Casey, so very thankful to this church for bringing my husband and I together to have the family we have now. Um, we lived in South Carolina for about four years when he was in the military, and then we are back now on the farm. I'm gonna talk a little bit about the season of life that I'm in now that many of you have been in um, or are going through now. Um, this, this season has been a tough one for me. Um, maternity leave was, was a little difficult with three at home, three young ones at home, in the middle of harvest, I was alone with three kids and just kind of struggling, treading water, you could say. Um, but there are so many days that all of a sudden it would just be, be calm. Um, not with my house at all, um, but just with myself. And that was God just being like Bailey, just, just listen to what's around you. You will miss these days. These days are so precious. You're raising such precious hearts, such precious minds and just be with them, be in the moment. And he did that day in and day out until I got to the point where I was like, okay, I can do this. I can take care of these sweet little babies and I can do my best and I know it's good enough and that it will be good enough. But there will be times that, you know, the water's running, one kid doesn't have pants on, one kid has to eat, one's trying to sing a song from preschool and it's just calm in my head around me. And I was just so thankful for for what he would do in my heart at that time and just continue me forward in, in this season of life that I know I will miss so much when they're older, but I'm so thankful for that. Um, he, he also just provides so much with the people around you. You know, your, your mind kind of goes, goes crazy in certain areas of life, and, and he would just provide these people that would say exactly what I needed to hear. And I didn't even know that's what I needed to actually hear. But he would just, just show up, and I am just so thankful to get through what I needed to get through 
if, even if it was just a text about something I was worried about daycare or this or that and someone that I, I hadn't texted in a while just, just randomly pop up and text me exactly the, the problem to solve and he's just shown me and given me so many blessings in my life and I will forever be thankful for him and especially with, with the partner I have to do life with um, Casey, I mean, right now we're, we went from man-to-man -man coverage to zone-to-zone, -zone and we're learning, but, but it's, that's a tough one. Um, so, so right now, it, it's just, I'm just so thankful to do life with him and have him with me in the next season of life. I'm, I'm excited to do that with him, and, and I just give all the praise to God for the, the blessings he's given me year after year and forever to become, so thank you. Good morning. Well, they saved the most long-winded for last, so it better. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, my name is Roger D-Rod. Um, my wife and I have been attending here for about two years, and um, we've really found this church to be a, a home for us, um, where we, we know God is here, and um, it's just been a wonderful place. Um, we have two kids, and they're both married, and um, we have 11 grandchildren. Um, so, Alan, get ready. <laughs> oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer, Savior, gracious Savior of a ruined life. I had never heard that song till I started attending Richland. And I listened for the first time, uh, the tears came in thankfulness for the restoration in so many areas of my life. There was a period of time in my life, even as a Christian man, there was no thankfulness in me because of unconfessed sin leading me into a, a deep addiction. There was mostly just self-indulgence, self-pity, and shame. Um, I hit rock bottom with the separation from my wife um, and kids, loss of a job and loss of a home. And I'm thankful for that, that loss. Because I got to see how God would give it back. So today I'm very thankful for restoration with my relationship with my Savior. I'm grateful for a loving Savior who never let go of me pursued me and forgave me and forgives me still today. I'm thankful for God's promises which give me faith in knowing that there is enough grace for today and just enough for whatever is ahead, future grace. I didn't really understand that till I came here either. I'm thankful for Jesus, my advocate, who turns his face to the Father and pleads my case to him time and time again because of my brokenness. I'm thankful for my loving wife who has stood with me, for a loving God who gave her strength and understanding to see we are better together than apart, even when she could barely get out of bed due to heartbreak caused by me. I'm so very thankful for my children who continue to work towards repair in the broken trust that I caused. And they want me to be in their lives and they want relationship with me. 
I'm thankful for my 11 grandchildren, whom I love dearly. I have relationship with them because we share life together. I'm thankful for a restored legacy of my life, for the love and welcoming of this church body, for the many people who have walked with me through my life, for the men in my Tuesday group Bible study, for the love and the support that we share there. I'm grateful that my life is in color again, as black and white world is a very lost and lonely place. Most of all, I'm thankful to my Savior, that the, my, I'm thankful my Savior is Lord of my life, in control and not me. I'm grateful for the journey of sanctification. I'm grateful that a broken man like me has purpose in Jesus Christ. I'll close with this promise. I am your, it comes from Isaiah. I didn't write it down. It's Isaiah 4 something. Anyway, I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the righteousness of my right hand. Thank you.